0: Hey guys, welcome back to another season of It's the Love of God for Me podcast. My name is Melissa and I am so excited to have you on this journey with me. If you are new to these podcasts, welcome, welcome, welcome. Put on your seatbelt. This is going to be an amazing ride. I just look at a photo of me when I was at my grandma wedding many years ago I was in primary school at the time and in this photo all of us that participated in the wedding is there and I was looking at some something stood out in the photo for me and I know that it is the Lord that is bringing this to my forefront of my mind. So I had everything prepared for the wedding. Um, The flower girls had to dress in white stocking with their outfit. So I had everything, hair decoration, dress, shoes, stocking, everything prepared. And I don't know what happened while getting ready there were rumors going around what happened but i don't want to speak on anything that i don't know and so it happened that my stocking went missing and we look everywhere for the stocking and it was nowhere to be found now because it was last minute it was literally few hours away from the wedding we had no time really to source one because the shop in the area didn't have that type of stocking so my cousin that was going to participate as one of the flower girl girls she was she had white stocking the only option for me was to wear brown stocking So in this photo, as I stood, everybody is dressed in everything that they needed to have. And I was the only one that was out of place because my outfit, I should have had on a white stocking instead of a brown one. So when you look at the photo, it's obvious that my dressing is off. So while everybody else is properly dressed, mine was odd. And I can hear the Lord saying, because I've called you to be different. I am taking you out of the crowd. I've chosen you unto myself. Now I know it might not seem like a big thing to you, but to me it is. It is It is okay sometimes when you always find yourself in a situation where you feel like the black sheep or the outcast, but just know that God is calling you to be different. So I went back home from my dad and I begin to go back. I go back to my, my normal routine, my normal life with grandma. I was trying to figure out who I was at the time. You know, I was now approaching my teen. I was in my teen years. You know. And the same feeling of wanting my parents around. You know, it doesn't matter who is in your life when it comes to maybe guardian, like you know, your grandma, your aunts, your uncles, your cousins you know, whether you're adopted. There's something about your biological parents that no one else in this earth realm can take that place. So I always needed my mom and my dad, despite the fact that my grandma was doing the best that she could. My grandma, let me tell you a little bit about my grandma. My grandma raised how many i think it's six children plus grandchildren and my i can remember my grandma working as a domestic helper and that woman was so committed you know she would wake up before morning four o'clock in the mornings out to catch the first bus by five go and work a lot of times she would not even eat at work because maybe the type of job that she have or who she's working for you know you know how persons can be strict and you can't eat their stuff so on and so forth so my grandma was just a very hard-working person and she didn't allow those things to pull her back or stop her from providing because she knew that her children and grandchildren were depending on her. I used to watch her and wonder how she do it. And the best time for me, to be honest, was on a Friday evening, every other Friday that is, because grandma always had come home with one little snacks. And again, we couldn't afford to buy snacks every day. You know, there are many children right now, they really don't understand poor life. You know, they can eat any snacks they want today, but it wasn't like that for us then. We could not buy any snacks outside of school. So every other Friday night to see grandma come in was a joy for me, that is. (laughs) And she would always come and bring biscuits for us, Um, you know. Each one of us get our own biscuits. And me and my cousins, we used to eat off our biscuits on Friday night because it's one biscuit, you know, and which we're saying we're trying to save it till the next day, but we couldn't. But I had an uncle man. He's two years older than I am. We're two years apart. There is something about him always saving his food and, and knowing me and how I was with food, it was just very hard for me, difficult so i remember him always wanting to save his biscuit for saturday and he would do that and on saturdays we would cry to grandma that we were asking him for one of his biscuits and he would not share and grandma said we should share grandma would you know you know grandparents are they'll rebuke you for not wanting to share and he would be upset and fling down the biscuit and say i don't want it and we take it up and eat it because that's fine that's what we want him to do (laughs) And I'm just being honest. That's what we wanted him to do. And so we used to, we used to literally sit for him every Saturday so that we could get his biscuit. Because I don't know if you know the butterkiss biscuit with the parrot on it. The first time when my grandma brought home those biscuits with different color bags, he chose the yellow bag one, which is the peanut butter one, which was when we tried to taste each other biscuits, we realized that his we the best. So, you know, we used to always do that to him. And so my grandma was just always a hardworking woman, you know. Um, and she took a, a great interest in me. She would always say to me, you're my daughter. Um, I remember one day she gave one of my aunts some money to buy a dress for me because it was Christmas Sunday. And my aunt went and... The dress that she brought back, my grandma wasn't satisfied. And so my grandma said, listen, why should I take her to church in this dress? While everybody else child looked like somebody, she looked like nobody? child. And my grandma take me and carry me to town, you know. With the little shillings that she have leave. I don't even know if she had any more bus fare or any more money for the next day. But she was all she had to purchase a dress that was pleasing to her and for little things like that my grandma it, there's nothing in this world that i wouldn't do for her she's a selfless person very kind would give her last and do without anything she have she share it you know and so she's just my grandma is she. She hold a dear place in my heart. So I was living with my grandma, and um, I remember one day my dad called me, and my dad said to me, "You know, I wanted to. No, I went. I was on the road, and I saw your mother, and we exchanged contact, and you know, so on and so forth, and so." I was talking to her about you and how much you wanted to spend some time with her so i'm going to arrange for you to start spending some time with her and i was so excited because mommy lives a town now you know and i live in the country so i wanted to go and experience that life fast forward to me moving to mother living there for a while I was I was going to school from there. Everything was fine at first. Um, getting to know my brothers, my siblings siblings, they were somewhere younger than I was, one was older than I was. And just bonding with them and getting to know them. Because I, I I I I don't I didn't really know them. And you know, I had some amazing memories. It started out very well. I remember one night my brother, we went to the The corner store and my brother had a bicycle and my brother claimed that he was teaching me to ride bicycle and when I went on the bicycle he was on the back seat and I was in the middle and he was pedaling this dude back off the bicycle and 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 let go the bicycle down the hill and told me that I was to take control of the bicycle and pedal I don't know what was he thinking but let me tell you I saw life and I don't know what flashed before my eyes as that bicycle was going down the hill my two foot them spread away because I don't even know to even ped much less the doll and so the bicycle was just going down at a speed I can just remember just turning the bicycle off The road into a light post and I fell off. My knee was scraped really bad and I was just crying. So my brother already, by the time I I started living there, my brother realized that I was a foodie. So my brother said to me, okay, my money that I have for snacks, I'm going to buy snacks and give my snacks to you and then you don't tell mommy. So you know who took the snacks and didn't talk? Yeah, me. So I took the snack that night and I didn't talk about it my mom saw my my knee and you know she was like what 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 was wrong with your knee and you know i don't remember what was the story i gave her so you know it was it was good at first bonding with my mom and being there my mom was living with my siblings father not my older brother but the younger ones and everything was fine at first until I begin to notice some things that I was not used to. This man began to beat my mother. It was as if my mom had no voice. Sometimes he would close the door and have her in the room and just beating her. And. I was so surprised because I grew up in an environment I wasn't really exposed to that at that time. So to watch or to listen to my mother being beaten that way was very, it was something new to me. I didn't, I wasn't raised around people that were abused. My, at that time, like I said, because you know, there are more to the story, but at that time I was not I was not familiar with physical abuse. So to see my mom being beaten that way was really something new for me. And I can remember just I didn't know how to feel. Can I cannot express to you what I was feeling because I, I don't know what I was feeling. There's no words to put in what I was feeling. And then I noticed he was very abusive to my my older brother because he was building this house that was on the land and he would beat my brother rapidly to to, like if my brother even say something that he didn't like or do something, he would beat my brother merciless. No, my, my older brother was not his son. So my mother had two kids before meeting him myself and my brother and he would beat my brother so bad But I must be honest, he never physically abused me because I can remember my dad telling my mom, that guy that you're with, make sure he doesn't put his hand on my child because I, I am not afraid to give up my freedom for my child. So he had never physically abused me, but he was very aggressive and abusive overall. And I... I, it was just a very toxic environment. There's an old time saying, so you jump out a fire pot and, and jump in a fire. It was one of those moments for me. But, you know, I really love the fact that I was getting to know my mom and my siblings and I wanted to stay with them. Because my mom at the time was a good mother to me. So I wanted to stay with them. I, was, I always used to enjoy playing in her hair because her hair was naturally permed at the time and she had length of hair and body hair and she had dark skin and beautiful black woman. So, you know, and I, as I looked at her, I was looking at myself. She's the splitting image of me or I should say I'm the splitting image of her. So I really, really wanted to bond with my mom So I wouldn't tell my dad what I was seeing at the, where I was living with my mother. So I remember one day I was taking a bath. I was outside in the bath pan because it was a shower, it was bath pan. And I was outside in the bath pan and I was taking a bath. And this man came to me and began to say, you're not, you're not bathing yourself properly. And he took the soap, but he was doing it in an aggressive way as if he was reprimanding me because I wasn't bathing myself. Mind you, I was in high school. I was old enough. And he was saying to me in high school, I think I was maybe in 7th, 8th grade, and he was saying to me I wasn't bathing myself properly. And so he took the rag and began to bathe me from head to toe. And he was just touching places that was very uncomfortable, in an uncomfortable way. And I I knew that it was not not appropriate. I didn't need anyone to tell me that I knew. And I can remember just, you know, responding in, 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 in annoyance, like I wanted to tell him to stop. But I witnessed him being so aggressive to my mom that I didn't say anything. So after he finish, bathe me according to him after that i realized that any opportunity he gets he always wanted to smirk at me a certain way or you know he was just a little bit over friendly to me and i didn't like it at one point i wonder if i should have said something to my mom but i knew that she would have get the the end part of the stick for that i knew that he would have beat her because of that so i didn't say anything i continued to endure because he wasn't really it wasn't a case where he was um how can i put it it wasn't a regular thing and it wasn't a case where he was going further than just that it was only one time where he decided he wanted to bathe me, but the others were smirking or trying to touch at me when I was passing and things, and I would run, but I tried to endure it because I wanted to be with my mother. But what break the ice for me, or what, what really brought me to the place where I was like, this, this is, no, I can't do this, was when I realized that, I think at one point i i can't remember i think something must have happened to him if my mind i can't remember what it was or because i again I, I don't remember every single thing i can only share what i remember i don't want to add i don't want to take away i just want to say what i remember i think at one point money was so it was so hard for my mother to find money for us to go to school so my mother started to take the money that my dad was giving her for my lunch money and started to use it for food started to use it for for um, to, 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 to split up for bus fare for the other kids and then when the money was finished she would take us on bus and should ask for a ride now I wasn't used to that. I realized it was something that was normal for her, but I wasn't used to that because sometimes the drivers, they were disrespectful. And I was end up going school without money sometimes. And I didn't like that because my dad was providing. So I didn't like that. And even though I was feeling the way I was feeling when I was living with my grandma, but I've never gone to my bed without at least some dumpling and butter. I've never gone to my bed without food, or I've never gone to school without if even money to buy a biscuit and a bag of juice. So I was always, so to, to put me into a situation now where I'm going on the bus, I'm begging ride, I'm going to school without no money, I couldn't do it. And so I, I, I decided I wanted to go back home and she wanted me to go back home as well because she felt like she had too many children on her hand and she was no longer able to provide. And and this was over a period of time. So it wasn't just within a short period, maybe uh, three to four months. It was probably a little over a year or even more while that was happening. Because I think I was really in seventh grade when I went to my mom or somewhere there. And so I went back to my, my grandmother to live. I went back to my grandmother to live. When I came back home, things had changed a little bit. The the way that I left things was not the way I came home to things. Psalms 51. For I know my transgressions, and my sin is always before me. Against you and only you have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. So you are right in your verdict and justified when you judge. Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Yet you desired faithfulness in that womb and you taught me wisdom in that secret place. Cleanse me with hyssop, and I will be clean wash me and I will be whiter than snow let me hear joy and gladness let the bones you have crushed rejoice hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquity create in me a pure heart O Lord and renew the right spirit within me do not cast me away from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me, but restore unto me the joy of your salvation and renew the right spirit within me. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we pray. Amen.